Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. It is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, and this is episode 108 uh, of the podcast. So welcome back, guys. Um, Last published on April 4th, a couple weeks ago, uh, talked about Instagram adding some new engagement features uh, that you might be interested in. This is Instagram trying to draw uh, users off of other platforms like TikTok and bring them over to Instagram where they can reach deeper into relevant followers, relevant potential engagement pools, and so forth. Definitely worth checking out that episode, guys. If you're if you're working on Instagram uh, currently and you're not maybe getting the engagement you think you should, you may be interested in some of these tools that are coming out. If, you, if you're really not present on Instagram, it would be kind of a shocker. That's usually one that everybody is on somehow or another. But if you weren't, uh, you would find that uh, th- this might be a draw for you to come over to Instagram and it, you know, to be honest with you guys, this <clears throat> this this talk about Instagram and and uh, more engagement on Instagram and so forth actually dovetails nicely with today's episode, uh, which was prompted by a Gary V YouTube short that I saw. Actually, came out a day or two ago. I just watched it r- right before recording this podcast. Uh, but basically, the title of that YouTube short that Gary made was uh, "What do I do if TikTok gets banned?" And the reason that this had floated to the top of my um, agenda, if you will, in terms of sharing with you guys today, wasn't so much that YouTube short, uh, although I definitely wanted to mention it to you guys, and you guys should check it out. If you if you already subscribed to Gary, you'll see it in your notifications. If not, you can you can find it towards the top of his shorts list. Um, definitely wanted you guys to see that, but the thing that's really kind of on my mind in terms of this TikTok ban is here in the United States, you know, we have an entire state of Montana uh, that is that is actively and aggressively pursuing a ban of TikTok. I think they drafted a bill that is up for vote in their state legislature, if I recall correctly. It may have actually advanced past that stage. Um, and who knows? I mean, you know, the ban may be already in effect or around the corner. I haven't followed it that closely for that state. I think there is a part of me, as wrong a right as this is, that doesn't even really want to pay attention to this because I think it's, I, I think it's something that's overall a bad thing uh, for marketers who have really found traction on TikTok. You know, all the national security stuff or not, can put all that aside for a moment. I'm just talking about marketing and attention. Uh, TikTok has really done something special in terms of the way it has empowered small businesses and solopreneurs, quite frankly, to reach incredibly large audiences uh, using that interest graph uh, that that TikTok uses, uh, very different from other social platforms using the social graph approach, uh, where you need lots of followers and you need clout and you need those types of things to be seen, uh, where you have to pay for it, right? So I think you know this TikTok ban is kind of creeping towards the top of my frontal lobe more and more every day. And I said, hey, I, I need to make an episode here for the audience about it. Um, and I think you know, so so those two things weighing on my mind: the Montana ban um, and the Gary V short. So what did what did Gary say? Basically, he's saying he gets asked this question a lot: what do I do if TikTok gets banned? And that's the question that if you guys are listening to this episode and you've listened this long, you want that question answered. And I think, you know, what Gary's saying, and I mean, I would echo this to the letter, is, is everything and nothing. It was his quote. I actually, actually think he said nothing and everything. Um, <clears throat> what he meant by that was, and this is the lesson for you guys, is you cannot be, no matter how good TikTok is, or no matter how much it's separated itself from the pack, you cannot be platform, you cannot be wedded to platforms. You have to be platform agnostic. You have to make attention 
and the ability to capture attention the name of the game. And if you do that, yes, it's not going to be a great feeling when TikTok goes away, but you'll know what your imperative is, which is to find ways to get attention on other platforms or, or to continue to get the attention on other platforms if you're already there. Okay, so that's your guiding light. Your guiding light isn't TikTok. Your guiding light is attention. How do I get attention? Okay, and th- th- this, is, this is laced through everything we do as marketers. This isn't just how do I get attention on a platform. This is how do I get attention in an email marketing sequence. How do I get attention in a tweet? How do I get attention in a headline? How do I get attention in body copy? How do I get attention? You know, you're always asking yourself, you know, when I start a video, how do I get attention right off the bat? How do I keep somebody to watching my video? So training yourself to look for attention versus worrying about TikTok getting banned, that's really the juncture that you're at if you've listened, if you've listened this far in this episode. Okay, now tactically, I know that's not as helpful because it's like, well, okay, Chris, I got it. I got to get attention. Like, now what do I do? You know, that's where you're looking to the other but similar types of formats and media production that TikTok hosts. So if you're making one and three minute videos on TikTok, you're looking for where do I go next or where do I beef up what I'm doing in one and three minute video formats elsewhere. So this means you're going to Instagram Reels. This means you're going into Facebook Reels. This means you're making more YouTube shorts. You're doubling down on these things and you're, and you're pushing these things harder and harder. So I think, you know, to be honest with you guys, that is really the answer to the question. And, and I think if you had to rank those things, the YouTube shorts, the Facebook, um, and uh, the Instagram reels and, 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 and Snap, I think, you know, Snapchat, which we actually don't talk much about Snapchat here. In fact, we did a whole episode about Snapchat uh, a while ago. Um, kind of a humorous one that was titled, We Don't Talk About Snapchat. Um, and, and again, it's not to single them out or anything, uh, but it's just not a focal area that we stay, that we stay concentrated on. But, but with Snapchat, I believe it's Spotlight. I mean, these, these are the other avenues that are going to present themselves to you guys uh, to, to, to rack and stack and say, where do I go first, second, third, etc. And I think, to be honest with you guys, um, you know, the number one option that I would be looking at would be Facebook Reels. If, if, you, if you forced me to pick one of that bunch, I would say Facebook Reels is getting you know, proportionately, given the user base on there and the fact it's been so hard to get organic reach on there, I would say that um, doing Facebook Reels first would be your imperative, to, to try that out, to see how that goes, to see what kind of traction you can get there, what kind of view counts you can get there. Uh, close behind that would be YouTube Shorts. I think, you know, if you're on YouTube these days, you're playing the long game. You're, you're in it for the long haul because YouTube is pretty crowded when it comes to video content and so forth, uh, particularly like if you're in a finance area or something like that. But, you know, you just stay at it and you just keep pounding away at it. And I think putting up YouTube shorts and, and you know, more and more and more of them every day is a good answer to that problem of the saturation on YouTube. But I think, you know, Facebook Reels really seeing in our experimentation with it, really seeing some interesting view counts come up there, you know, videos that, you know, maybe year or two ago would get hardly any views organically, uh, we're putting them on Facebook Reels and they're getting hundreds or thousands of views. So I like Facebook Reels, I like the integration there. You can put videos on Reels, you've got other tools inside Facebook that you can use to build around that. 
And then I think very, very close behind that, you got YouTube Shorts. Now, Instagram Reels, I'm just not as high on. Uh, I think Instagram's kind of still trying to find itself. It had a blip on the radar there with going more heavily into video versus photos, and users wanted to be more photos and videos. And it just, it's, it's kind of a mess in, in that regard. And I think that um, because Instagram hasn't seen as much of a drop off as Facebook has in terms of usage, uh, let's say compared to a TikTok, I think Facebook is trying to make up for that. It's giving Reels a boost, Facebook Reels, whereas Instagram Reels aren't getting as much of a boost. Okay, that's just more of a gut intuition type of thing, but it's something for you guys to take note of. So I think, you know, that's how I'd rank those three areas. Okay, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts, and um, uh, Instagram Reels. And, and, and all you need to do there, guys, is take, you know, if you were context, natively contextually making content for TikTok, you now take that energy and you natively contextually make content for Facebook Reels and for, and for YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels. And you just, you just shift the attention there. And you start making that the imperative. You start making that the thing that you're focused on. But I think overall, you continue to be guided by this notion of, I am looking to get attention. How can I get better attention on my Facebook Reels? How can I get better attention on my YouTube Shorts? Can I do better keyword research? Do I need more hashtag research? Uh, you know, is my headline catchy? You know, check out episode, um, where is it? Uh, check out episode 106. Actually, we published that one in late March. Um, don't be boring with your headlines. Listen to that episode. Learn how to take what you think is a dry subject, and your audience might think is a little bit of a dry subject, but make it exciting, make it catchy for them. Okay, the more you do that, the more you can reel people in with that kind of language, that kind of hook type uh, you know, copy, then you can find yourself making more traction on these other platforms besides TikTok. So in the meantime, guys, I think obsessing over the TikTok ban, it's not productive, you know, whether we, whether we, you know, we think it's right or it's wrong or we're frustrated by it or we're happy about it, put all of it aside and recognize where your true north is. Attention, the ability to grab attention and hold it, and then tactically flowing onto these other platforms with greater emphasis. Okay, guys, so wanted to get you an episode there about TikTok. It's definitely a top-of-the-mind thing for us from a marketing perspective. Check that out, guys. Uh, you know, try some of these things I'm talking about. Would love to hear how you guys are doing with, like, especially Facebook Reels kind of resurging and so forth. But wherever you are right now with your content, if you move more into these platforms I'm talking about, would love to hear how it goes for you guys, okay? So hope everybody's having a great Tuesday night. Hope everybody's having a good week so far. Thank you for checking in on the podcast. Check us out on Facebook and LinkedIn at Transform or go to the website at transform.com. Um, and in the meantime, subscribe to the podcast. We will be back soon with episode 109 for you guys. Really, really appreciate it. Everybody have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.